0: Welcome back to the Stocked Up Show. In this video, we're going to be talking about the best way to capitalize off of this rare event that we have in the stock market today. Um, I know there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of stocks are tanking down, and while that sucks in the short term, it will be, or it should be, an amazing opportunity uh, a couple years from now when we look back on it. So overall, we have a great video today. We're going to speak our minds. We're going to Say it how it is, and we're going to have a fun time doing it. So, Hunter, obviously a lot of stocks are down right now. The S&P 500 is down around 15% from its highs. We have companies like Facebook and Netflix down significantly, among many other stocks. So, in your opinion, what is the best way to capitalize off of this type of market environment?
1: Um, Well, you're going to have to look at the fundamentals of the companies that have fallen, and you're gonna to have to read their earnings reports or company outlook to make sure that it's not horrendous um, because there's usually a reason that stocks fall that fast or that much that fast. Um, and a lot of times it's hyper growth stocks when their hyper growth stops um, and their multiples contract, which is what happened with Netflix. They were growing, 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 and then all of a sudden, not anymore. Yeah. And uh, it just tanks in half. So you could buy a company like if you're looking at a stock chart and it was some stock was at four hundred and now it's at two hundred, that doesn't mean that you should buy that for life. It doesn't mean it's at a good level because if you cut a piece of shit in half, you just have half a piece of shit. So it's still no. it's still shit. So it's not yeah. how to do it. You yeah. have to you, <laughs> It has to be something yeah. behind the company backing the valuation. Otherwise, you're going to have a $200 stock that turned into a $10 stock.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, obviously not all stocks are going to recover back to their previous highs. But if you do do your research, it's a hell of an opportunity that we have in the market right now. Like Facebook... You know, I mean that's just one stock, but there's many other ones out there, but it just goes to show you like some of these stocks are, are down significantly from all time highs. You know, Facebook's a prime example, Netflix, Alibaba, Zoom, maybe DraftKings, Square, PayPal, some of these other ones. Like it's a pretty good opportunity that we have, but like you said, you have to make sure that you're not buying a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah uh, because you can still get burned.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's say someone were to find a good company. Do they buy call options right now? Do they, like, what do they do?
1: I wouldn't. IV is probably pretty high on most companies, especially if it just tanked. So you're going to have to fight that. Yeah. I would probably focus on the long term.
0: Yeah, so basically, if you find a company you like, you're probably going to want shares because... Like Hunter just said, IV is high, which is implied volatility, which is basically what the market is expecting. So when implied volatility is high, it means market makers are expecting a ton of volatility with that stock over the future. And that means that options are expensive. So you don't want to buy options now when they're expensive because it's 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 just not the best way to play it. So shares are probably the way to go. And Hunter, what if someone's like, all right, what if I buy Facebook right now when it's currently at 214, but what if it falls down to 180? What happens then? Do I sell, do I cut losses? Where's the stop loss? Like, What's the best way to navigate this volatile market?
1: Well, you would only, if you did your research on it, you would only sell if something fundamentally changed that brought your intrinsic value down below um, that price. Like if Facebook was like, we're shutting down Facebook and focusing only on the Oculus, then you'd be like, uh-oh, yeah. then that's something, or if they just, country started banning it and stuff like that, then that's going to hurt their uh, revenue growth and everything like that and their profitability, so, but if nothing changed and it's just sentiment that changed short-term, then I usually use that to buy more.
0: Yeah. So basically if you do your research and even if you buy now and it falls a little bit lower in the long term, as long as you did your research and it's actually a good company, you should be fine holding. And if it falls lower, that is an opportunity, right? You know, like let's say you Mm love a stock at 200 and it falls down to 170. If nothing fundamentally changed about that stock in a bad way, you know, by it falling lower, even though it hurts in the short term, it's like, that's an opportunity, that's a good opportunity for the long term.
1: Yeah, exactly, because so. that's what I did with Facebook when it first crashed on earnings, and I bought like a tiny amount, and then it
0: went below 200, and I was buying a lot of it under 180. Yeah, for sure, um. for sure, for sure. So looking back over the market, especially over the past you know 15 years or so, let's say even if we looked back over the past 50 years or longer, the best times to buy were when everyone else was freaking out. You know, a prime example would be March, April, May of 2020, maybe February 2020. Um, Everyone was freaking out. There was a lot of uncertainty. There was a lot of fear. No, like, you know, it was just a scary time in the market. But when we look back on it, those scary times in the market are the best time to buy it. So if you see everyone on CNBC right now, freaking (laughs) out saying, oh, the stock market's about to go into the worst depression ever it's probably a good buy (laughs) signal.
1: Yeah, 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 it is, I agree. Yeah,
0: so keep that in mind. And then another thing I wanted to uh, bring up is I was looking at this study, um, I know screen's really bright right now, but I was looking at this study by (laughs) uh, Bank of America and they uh, did a study from 1930 to the current day. And if you would have just bought the S&P 500, in 1930s in the 1930s and just held it you would have had a 17000% return if you missed the 10 best days from every decade your return would only be 28% that is a giant giant difference 17000% to 28% just by missing the 10 best days of the decade like it goes to show you like Even if, like, let's say you scoop up shares of any stocks you like right now and they're at a good level, and let's say even if they pop up a lot, like, you probably don't even want to sell them either, you know, if they're long term plays. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Unless you are moving it into a different play that's undervalued, in your opinion. Like, just trading in and out of long term positions and thinking you're going to catch the tops and bottoms is just you're not gonna do it Yeah, you might do it a couple times but you're it's just not gonna happen over the long run you're gonna under, you're very very likely to underperform mm-hmm. what buying and holding would just
0: exactly do. so Hunter I have to ask you, what are some of your uh, favorite stocks you're scooping up right now
1: um Facebook yeah. Intel I had HPQ at 33 and I sold it when Warren Buffett bought it because gotcha. it upset me i wasn't Uh, (laughs) buying it all and then i was like all right well i'm not just gonna keep buying more at 41 so i just sold it and i was hoping that it would fall back with the market um and i like alibaba but that one's riskier just because of the china yeah situation yeah going on (laughs) but um those are probably my favorites gotcha
0: yeah i'm a pretty big fan of facebook at these levels too (laughs) um honestly i i've been trying to scale into intel but i uh I haven't been focusing on it too much lately I just like you know their fundamentals are pretty solid Um, I've just been kind of capitalizing or or just buying more of some of the growth plays some of the better growth plays that are beaten down Uh, of course DraftKings being one of them in my opinion Um, I like Corsair as well I like Square their revenue's growing like crazy I think they're at a decent valuation Um, what else do we have Zoom I love Zoom Um, Upwork, I've been buying some Upwork. I know not too many people talk about it, but um, it's kind of like one of those plays that is... uh, I just plan to hold literally for like the next 10 to 15 years, and I think it should do pretty well. Their revenue's been growing pretty well. Um, I love the industry that they're in, and it's just one of those plays that I'm just going to hold.
1: Their gross margins are crazy, too. 73% gross margin. Yeah,
0: it's pretty good. So...
1: Yeah, um, I just finished buying Intel on Friday after their earnings. Oh, nice! I bought a little. I bought a little bit before, just in case they rocketed on yeah. earnings, and I kind of figured they were gonna. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but then once they fell a lot, then I just finished my position there, and then I just instantly sold the covered gotcha.
0: call. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. So, like, just so uh, the audience can understand, you know. Uh, I know we talk about like selling put options a lot, and even like some covered calls and things like that. But if you guys have stocks that you like, like let's say we use Intel as a random example. For you, it might be Palantir, maybe Corsair, DraftKings, whatever. Let's let's just say Intel as an example. You know what you can do is right now Intel stock is trading for what's it trading for? Forty five dollars or so. You can literally sell a put option right now. Let's say out to June, and let's say you sold like the. put option, you'll get paid $125 cash today to buy Intel for $42.50, and right now the stock's at $45 or so, and that's only, of course, if the stock fell to the strike price or below, but guys, check out shorting put options. You can literally get paid to buy stocks that you wouldn't mind owning, right? Um, This makes it more lucrative for you because you get paid to buy a stock that you wouldn't mind holding, you get paid for your time, And then the best part, Hunter, is in the market that we're in now, everyone's freaking out. So what do they do? They buy put options, which is insurance in some way or another for people who actually own the stock. So those insurance Mm -hmm. premiums are booming right now, which is amazing for people who want to, you know, quote unquote, sell the insurance, which is what you're doing when you're selling the puts. But yeah, check out Selling Puts, guys. Now is the time. Definitely.
1: Yeah. And- make sure you do it on companies that you wouldn't mind holding because if you're doing it just to try to get like the highest percent return a month or whatever, you're going to get into some pretty bad stocks, most likely because a lot of the stocks with the highest percent returns that you'll get are ones that just rocketed on some crazy. Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. For sure. But yeah, overall, even though the stock market has been absolutely terrible over the past like year or so, maybe six months, Um, There's chaos in the midst of Opportunity Hunter. Like, when everyone's freaking out, you know, whether we're looking at, you know, Intel or Roblox or DraftKings or whatever. Like, I mean, let's say we look at, uh, I don't know, let's say we look at Facebook really quickly. You know, Facebook, in my opinion, has improved as a company um, nonstop over the past couple years. Mm -hmm. But the difference is that their stock price is cut in half, (laughs) you know, over the past year or so. So it's like... It's just crazy to think like um, the stock market takes the stairs up and the elevator down. Like it took Facebook how long? Well, that was a crazy run up over the past two years. But um, like especially over the past couple months, like it's just been a drastic sell off and I'm excited.
1: Yeah. No, I was very excited because you wait and you wait and then it finally happens. And a lot of times when it does happen, you're going to be like, how much longer could it go? And you might not pull the trigger, but if you did your research. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly, exactly. What, um, But uh, Hunter, I'm so used to saying Tom, because I'm always doing the shows with Tom too. <laughs> um, but Hunter, uh, looking at the stock market overall, like, in my opinion, I don't think we're going to see like a crazy quick recovery like we saw in 2020 because that was just a different scenario. The world was shut down, the Fed's mm. Pumped trillions of dollars into the market yeah. and the economy overall I feel like this time it's a little bit different I feel like the recovery might be a little bit slower it might take longer but that's okay because you can it gives you more time to average in um, what are your thoughts on the uh, market overall right now just everything
1: um, I'm not too optimistic but I also wouldn't be shocked if it just <laughs> because of. It's irrational. So many yeah. times in the past, like the runs that we saw in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, were just absurd. Like there were companies that their entire operations were shut down, like Disney, and they were up <laughs> way past their yeah. all time highs. Like that makes yeah. no sense. And now, and now they're opening back up, and they're half. Yeah, they're cutting. Yeah, half. that's true. So it's like. hmm <laughs> just a little bit uh it's just ridiculous yeah. sometimes so like whatever you think it it doesn't really matter yeah. what you, think, you know you just <laughs> yeah.
0: just keep buying as long as they're good companies you know just dollar cost average over time and you know of course if you're uh doing your research correctly it'll pay off you know i guess it, i guess that's a good example mm-hmm. hunter because like you said disney was closed down they're at all-time highs now they're opened up having like record amount of people in their parks or whatever, and the stock's down significantly. But of course, there's there's other factors that go into play when we're looking at Disney. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: Losing their tax privileges, but it was tanky yeah. before that too. Like, <laughs> it, it was it was down to like 124 before that even yeah, happened.
0: That's true. Oh gosh. Um, and then another thing I wanted to cover too is, uh, like you mentioned, like sometimes the market just doesn't make sense. Um, I was looking at the S&P 500 the other day, and, like, the low before the disaster we had this week um, was actually the day Russia invaded Ukraine. So it goes to show you that, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, the market's just so weird because, like, it's not like Russia has calmed down in any way against Ukraine. Like, when you look into it, like, it's not good, right? It's not good, and... Yeah, it's <laughs> the, the market. Like, it's just weird, you know? It's like it sells off so much into the event, and then, like, once the war starts, it's like, all right, time to go up, you know? So, it goes to show you that, yeah, like, it, it's very, very hard to time the market in times of extreme volatility like we're in now. So, the best way to go is not day trading, it's none of that stuff right now. It's find good companies, buy shares over periods of time, hold and you should do pretty well
1: yeah and the same thing happened with COVID it was like the the longer the shutdowns went on the higher the market <laughs> no. like it was at its lowest like at the very beginning well I don't even know we barely had any cases compared to what we ended up with and there were just mentions of lockdowns and then what well, we had like a 14-day one and then that turned into like a year in some states, and it was just all time highs, all time highs, all time highs every day, so.
0: Crazy, and it's uh, also really crazy to think that the, or think of the, um, I guess you could say financial ratios that people are currently paying for the same companies that they were trading a couple years ago. So let me explain that, give me one second. So let's say we look at good old Zoom, right? Good old Zoom. Uh, Back in 2020, people were valuing Zoom or uh, buying them. They were paying um, $118 price-to-sales ratio, right? Now, Zoom has had record revenue quarter after quarter after quarter, and now people are only paying a 7.5 price-to-sales ratio. So the same companies that everyone was flocking into two years ago they're paying like only like 10% of like what they were willing to pay for them um, in terms of like, you know, some of these uh, fundamental ratios now. So it's like, it goes to show you how the market is very emotional, right? Like when everything's going great, people just flock in and buy it. What seems like any price where when the market's tanking down, Mm -hmm. it's just like those buyers disappear. And then over time, the stock will return to its true value and then it'll get overhyped again and it's just like an endless cycle of emotions. Like, you know, I guess you could just classify it as uh, simple. It's just like uh, fear and greed, you know? It's markets, you know? Yeah. So thought that was interesting.
1: And that's, that's what happens with people trying to time the market is a lot of the time they're hype investors. Mm-hmm. Like a particular woman who owns a fund... <laughs> <laughs> um, and she likes to buy extremely overpriced companies, come out with outrageous claims. Stupid, some would say. I would say. And then she just uses that to justify the shit performance of her wow. fund over the past two years. But. When it was all good and dandy, when everybody was buying these, it was every, all the hype was going crazy. She's out doing like cartwheel backflip heel clicks on CNBC about how good her fund is. And then two days later, it was the beat. Oh,
0: dang. (laughs) Like like she's,
1: and then she's still on. They still put her on. Get her off of the TV. Uh, Get her off.
0: Yeah.
1: You should invite her on and lecture her on how to read financial Uh statements because I (laughs) I don't think she knows how Uh to do it.
0: <laughs> it
1: just—I get so mad. I get so oh, mad. Gosh, her second biggest holding fell in half. In one day, oh, gosh. yeah. Second biggest holding in half. Huh. They missed the earnings by like a hundred thousand <laughs> <laughs> percent.
0: Literally, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was literally like a hundred thousand percent or something. It's ridiculous. Oh, gosh,
0: yeah,
1: and <laughs> and then she bought more, uh-huh. which is okay, great. Yeah. But she bought more the day before it fell yeah. in half.
0: And another thing, too, is, like, um, like I know you like to rip on Kathy, and it's not that her stocks are bad. It's just the price is paid, right? Like, you know, a lot of her holdings, I, I'm sure you, you own some of them at least, right? Some of the holdings? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But I think that maybe a good chunk are some pretty stupid yeah. investments. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, she does have some good ones, but she bought them at the most absurd right. prices. And if she was... If she had the best analyst in the world, why are you so late?
0: Yeah. Why are you so
1: late? Why are you picking the tops? How are you that late? Yeah. If you have the best analysts in yeah. the world.
0: Yeah, I'm looking through some of her holdings right now. Like we have Zoom, uh, Square. What else? I know she holds DraftKings, Shopify, Spotify, stuff like that. Like I like I like those companies, but I definitely didn't like the prices Kathy paid for them. But at least now, a decent amount of them are trading at pretty decent valuations you know after
1: yeah they're getting there for sure yeah
0: yeah I mean guys there's a lot of opportunity in this market take advantage of it because I feel like you know in a couple years down the line Hunter we're going to look back at this opportunity in the market we're going to look back at the time when Facebook was trading at $213 a share and say man, I wish I bought more, you know, whatever stock. It doesn't have to be Facebook, you know. It could be whatever stock that's actually a good company and it's valued fairly. Um, But I think we're going to look back at this time in a couple years from now and uh, tell ourselves, hey, I I wish I bought more, you know. So do you have any closing Mm -hmm. thoughts for Mm -hmm. everyone to uh, capitalize on the opportunity that we have?
1: Yeah, well, we all do stupid things and we all make stupid mistakes. Learn from them. Because being stubborn is just going to make you lose more money in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, If you bought stuff that Kathy Wood was buying because she was buying, and then a year later you realized, oh, Kathy's stupid. (laughs) Let's do your own research and value companies on your own and just learn from it because it's just gonna make so much of a big difference. Like it, the time in the market is so important because of the compounding um, returns. So if you're missing two years, it might not seem like a lot, but it really yeah. is.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Especially in uh, the crazy inflationary times we have now, you, you don't you don't just want to let that cash oh, just sit yeah. sit doing nothing, <laughs> yeah. you know. So. Yeah, well, Thank you guys so much for watching today's video. If you're looking to fully capitalize off of the opportunities we have in the market right now, make sure to check out that first link in the description and the comments down below. It's the brand new stock analysis dashboard that Hunter and I co-developed. So it's pretty awesome. You can literally access anything you could possibly need when looking at a company you can calculate your own price targets it's way better than basically everything else out there very customizable it's an awesome platform we both use it every day and if, if, if there if there is ever going to be one time to use it it would be now because of the levels that we have in the market because of the stocks at the current valuations are trading at so literally if you want to try it out for a month if you don't like it cancel but you probably will You can calculate what price you should be paying for any company right now. It's an awesome tool. Definitely check it out. So, yeah, with that being said, we're going to wrap up, guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys like this new Stocked Up show. If you do, make sure to let us know in the comments down below and have a great weekend.